0: welcome back everyone to meet at the quarterback a minnesota vikings podcast my name is harrison i'm hayes i'm andrew and this might be the most fun podcast we record all season unless the only one that could top this i think would be a super bowl boom that boy hayes Nice quick response! Holy cow, though. Where did you guys watch it? Just that living room. With was it
1: was it youth? Well, youth, or who all was there? I can explain how it went. Started off me, Hayes, and Dad. We were getting stomped. It was twenty four ten or twenty four seven, and Hayes went upstairs. He said, "Okay, I'm not hanging out down here. Tell me if something happens. I have stuff to do." So he went upstairs, didn't come back down, he listened to it on the radio, and then, yeah.
0: Hayes, what did you have to do?
1: I had a project I had
2: to do. I didn't want to spend time watching that garbage. Did I listen? Yes. Did I come back down when it got better? No. You stayed listening on the radio? I had to. I, I couldn't risk them playing well and then going back down. So how long did did you listen to the rest on the radio? I listened to the second half and overtime on the radio. Do you regret it? No, because they won. If I would have went back down, I truly believe they would have lost.
0: What if you stayed down the entire time?
2: I don't think it would have gotten better.
0: Wow, that's so, I mean, you can never
2: watch another Vikings game again now at this point. Yeah, apparently I just have to listen to Paul Allen every single time.
0: Hey, that, so then did you then immediately go watch the highlights? What about the 4th and 18 catch?
2: Oh, I saw that on Twitter. It was insane, wasn't it? Yeah, it was insane. I just heard about it. I just was listening to it. So, Bob, it, was it was just, okay. Andrew, it was
1: just you and Dad? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Do you guys try to bring him back down? Um, not till well, it was like I'm trying to think what happened. I think it was when CJ Ham scored the touchdown, or maybe it was when we went to overtime and then Hayes went back upstairs. So he came down for like a minute or two. Um, I think when the fumble happened, and then we said it's up to him whether he wants to stay down or go back up, and he went back up luckily. But yeah, so it was basically just me and dad for most of it. Okay. Um, dang, <clears throat> but no, I was very close to wanting to not watch it anymore. But I was like, I have nothing else to do.
0: You get see, I I always had faith in this team. I always had faith in this team that 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 we were gonna pull this off. That was they the worst interception one. I've ever seen. The second one. Yeah. Yes. Agreed.
1: Perks. Yeah.
0: The second pick was. Very. I mean, the first
1: one was kind of bad, too.
0: But the second one, you know, you're starting the first half. You're like – or starting the second half. You're like, we need you're, – you're down by two scores. You really need some type of momentum. And then you go pick. Um, yeah. But we also were down by three scores – with less than two minutes in the third quarter, and we won that game.
2: Mm-hmm. Back-to-back 10-point fourth quarter comebacks.
0: I thought KOC's um, post-game speech had such truth in the sense of this was the final – like, the words he chooses is so perfect because he could have said this is the final stamp to prove that we're – a great team or whatever but i think he said like this is the final stamp to prove that we're a team or, i guess now i'm trying to remember how he said it specifically the language though that he used was not like we are the best team out there it's this is the final stamp to kind of prove all the haters that we are legit we're a real team we're a fighting team um and i think that holds a lot of truth because i still like i don't know there's still a lot of things we could do better a lot um and again, I agree. Hayes' consistency still needs to happen; it hasn't happened yet. But we're consistent in the fourth yeah. quarter. We are in that regards. I mean, yeah. every fourth quarter, we are playing from behind and and winning the game, like taking advantage of um, missed opportunities by the opposing team. I think the one of the biggest things that we do this year that we didn't do last year that's making a huge difference is we're creating turnovers and actually capitalizing on those, on those created turnovers. Yep. Um, I was so nervous when the bills went for it on fourth and two for, the, uh with the first Pat P interception. Cause it literally, like, you, you got that third down stop. You're like, all right, it's a two score game, no matter what, you know, like, if they make this field goal, it's a two-score game. Otherwise, it's still it's still a two-score game. But then they went for it, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, it's just so nerve-wracking. And then you with the pick, and I think that was then the long drive that ended with the CJ Ham touchdown. Yep. Which I did not know that was his first rushing touchdown. I think since his rookie year.
1: Yeah. Really. That's what mm-hmm. they
0: said. They said that was CJ Ham's first rushing touchdown in five years. And I think this is his fifth year. So
1: I feel like he always has one.
0: I think he might have, I yeah. think there's like little dump off screens. Because he definitely has more than, you know, two or three touchdowns, but I guess it's just not rushing. Yeah. It was so funny. Um, I had just told the story about CJ Ham signed my baby. Uh, and then he gets the rushing touchdown. And then I show Lucas what Andrew texted me, which is just sign my baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, man, it was so hype, though. We watched it at a Vikings bar. so like with a bunch of How other find it? ones. Well, one of Lucas's batch um, groomsmen literally just Googled Vikings bars in Florida. And this popped up. Oh, weird. So, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Pretty sick, pretty sweet, Um and yeah, just so many unprofitable fourth and eighteen. Undoubtedly, the best catch of Jefferson's career. Undoubtedly, the best catch of the of of uh, the NFL season. Um, this best catch ever. Could be. I mean, yeah. some people keep saying OBJ is the best ever, but. I'm going to be was a first game on the line <clears throat> and arguably even a better catch.
2: Yeah. Uh, scenario makes it a better catch, makes it a more clutch catch.
0: Yeah. I'll ask both of you this. What game was better? The Minneapolis Miracle or this game right here?
1: I would say this was a better game, but that was a better play. Like, I mean, it was just different. Like, everything about this game was more, like, just fun of how it went, like, back and forth and, like, the probable stuff. But, obviously, Diggs was the better ending. Okay. Or, like, Miracle. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think with playoffs, you just have to give it to the Minneapolis Miracle game. Sent you to the NFC Championship game, so yeah he no I, I, I had to
0: keep i had to keep playing it in my head sort of like the thought process and i would say if the minneapolis miracle um game was a regular season i think the bills one would trump that all together
1: yeah easily yeah i think i, think I know so.
0: but i just had to i had to like work my way through that because i'm like i don't think you can write off like he said a playoff game that sends you to the nfc championship game um but like you said, like you were hoping for, at the best case scenario, a safety mm-hmm. on that on that the, with with fifty seconds to go. You're like, I'm hoping we can get a sack in the end zone, you know, and they punt it. We get the ball back with like thirty seconds.
2: Um, Listening to into- it, I thought that play was a run. Oh, really? The way they made it seem was like they handed the ball off, and we just stopped them in the in the end zone. So I had no idea that
1: it was a muffed snap.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It was insane. Cause at first you're like, Oh, this is just a safety because the way it just like looked and then like five seconds after the play kind of ended, all the like Vikings were jumping around. So you're like, Oh my gosh, something else happened. And I mean
0: the that they called it a touchdown first, like th- there was no, I mean, it was yeah. a, no, no matter what, but, the fact that they said it first, then they needed undeniable evidence to overturn it, which was not even cl- – like, they couldn't – there was no way you could have overturned that.
1: You know? I, yeah. I mean, I get they have to review it, but I was like, I don't even know why they're reviewing it. I mean, yeah. the ball came out in the end zone, and then a Vikings came out on top. But, but I would say the refs were terrible. Like, back to back said – <laughs> dpi on hawkinson in the end zone just multiple missed calls
0: 12 men on the field
1: 12 men on the field and apparently there's offsides on the on the qb old. sneak yeah so just like and then i was on twitter and bill's fans were complaining about the refs i was like how i was like how catch
2: the gabe davis catch that was clearly a drop yeah,
1: yeah
0: when they were saying that's when like New York once again needs to get involved more you're at less than 2 minutes obviously there's no challenges they they see the review they have to if anything just pause like just like call down and say like hey we are we are reviewing this catch because it's huge i mean that was what a, a 25 30 yard pass completion mm-hmm. In the final minute, that then set them up for easy peasy field goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. It
1: was crazy.
2: But it was surprising the uh, both teams I think had seven penalties for like sixty four yards or something like that.
0: Yeah. So of course that's probably why Bills fans are like, "Oh no, the officiating was fair."
2: On paper, it's like, "Oh yeah, the officiating was as even as it possibly could be." It's the no calls. <laughs> yeah the the
1: holding the holding call on, the holding was terrible
2: he literally pancaked him so badly it made it look like it was a holding call
1: and that was like third and something and then kg osborne had like a first down
0: on third and short or
1: what well, would have been a first down if they didn't call the holding
0: oh oh yeah 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 and
1: then we punted i believe or something
0: yes okay yes i'm now remembering that play um i think that was like the second one that we had let's see here oh the derisaw hold yeah it was third and five kj caught a pass for 20 yards on the first down derisaw then held and then it was an
1: incompletion
2: to to osborne but yeah disgusting I mean- amount of targets to kj osborne
1: yeah,
0: yeah, and I would say also KJ dropped some passes that he should have caught as well. But he also came up huge. I mean the the fourth and one end around. Yeah. What you didn't like that play call? No, I I said end around to JJ is what my call was, and then they did it to KJ. I'm like, ooh, that's a little scary.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was very close.
0: Um, I think that drive we were two for two on fourth downs. Because I think that was the CJ Ham touchdown. I
1: believe. Yeah, because I believe Hawkinson had like a, it was like fourth, fourth and five, seven yeah. or something. Yeah.
0: Which was, yeah, even, I mean, that's not an easy fourth and six at midfield. And I think that was where like, you need to pick this up in order to have any any like it. Still wasn't even like a close. We were still down by ten scores with six minutes to go, or ten points with six. Ten
2: minutes. scores, ten scores, and we won we that
0: game on points. the road, down by ten scores. Um, yeah, no, it, uh, I mean JJ is unreal. <clears throat> he is unreal.
1: Defense only allowed six points in the second
0: half. I guess I didn't even process that. That's that's a very good point, Andrew.
2: The Bills are a horrible second half team the last month. They haven't scored an offensive touchdown. So clearly something is wrong with that offense in the second half. They just fall apart.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know what it what it would be. I guess I mean turnovers is one. Yeah, I mean, Josh they, Allen
2: has one, one passing I mean, touchdown to go. On they like turn seven turnovers,
0: four times, or they turned over the ball four times.
2: Yeah, yeah. Two fumbles, two picks.
0: And I think three of the four was in the second half.
2: Yeah, in the fourth quarter, overtime, <clears throat> all by Josh Allen. <laughs> but that moron, I don't know her name, Joy Oliver, some some idiot on Twitter has the audacity to say that Kirk Cousins was trying to lose the game for the Minnesota Vikings. Yep, that's your takeaway, moron. Kirk Cousins was trying to lose the game because his, quote, little legs couldn't get into the end zone on the fourth and goal. She is a fool, never heard of her, never want to watch her show considering Emmanuel Ocho's on it. Blech, he's a fool. Oh, they're just so, 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 so dumb. How is that your takeaway of this game? Kirk came up huge in the fourth
0: quarter. I mean, like – the dime to JJ, I think, in overtime
2: that put us on the two. Yep. Perfect place. Um, the back, yeah. him fading back on the sideline to JJ in overtime. Yep. Um
0: obviously just like like bullets to Hawkinson on that fourth and six. Like find like
1: he's he's I mean, putting it in tight, tight spaces. And awesome. that like 17 yard rush to set up like first and goal i think that was the right before the fourth goals fourth and goal stand but
0: and that was the cj ham and he like lowered his
1: shoulder oh it was yeah um but yeah i mean that's stuff you don't normally see him do mm-hmm. i mean well, he, he definitely, definitely had it, the first half was terrible but yeah yeah and some of
0: yeah some of his throws, but also i think that's why we're winning games in tight, close situations and making big plays is because he is taking more chances. Mm -hmm. He's he's sort of just like – I don't want to say he's saying screw it, but, like, yeah, some of those – some throws he makes, you're like, why are you doing that? Whereas other throws he makes, you're like, thank you for doing that. Like, it works. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, fourth and 18, he's like, I'm just going to throw it up to – my best player and hope for the best, but he's still like, I mean, the catch was, you know, 18 out of 10. Um, Whereas like the throw itself was still like, it was there. He got it Mm -hmm. to him. He got, he, he, he was able to have JJ try and make a play. Um, And I thought the overall, the O-line was decent. I don't want to say great. I don't want to say terrible, but on fourth and 18, they gave him enough time for the receivers to get downfield he was able to stay in the pocket.
1: Um, so I they... thought. Go ahead. I would agree that the O line played good, other than Ed Ingram, and I think Brian O'Neill kind of folded on the right before the fourth and eighteen. He let Von Miller get a sack that looked almost too easy. Um, yeah, I was trying. To I thought Ezra Cleveland. Know. Ezra Cleveland played a lot better than last week, and obviously Darius was nice until. He left.
0: Yeah, I'm really. But Ingram's an idiot. Yeah, Ingram sucks. I really hope Derosa obviously clears concussion protocol. But I mean, Brandon – I enough, heard that he
2: came in on the last on the last drive. No, am I wrong about that? I think yeah. so. I saw something that said he came in on the last drive.
0: I, I don't. I mean, they were saying things after the game that they that he had to undergo. Uh, uh, concussion protocol. So I'm assuming he didn't. Don't
2: trust everything on Twitter.
0: Nope. And I thought I thought Brandel played halfway decent.
2: Yeah.
0: Like I mean, I don't know. Coming into the situation. I'm Not, not going to hype up. him. Considering yeah, considering the situation, I don't. I think he. I don't think he had any penalties. I don't he think did he have a sack. He did. Yeah. Okay. But still, I mean. He looked a heck of a lot better than Ed Ingram, who is truly yeah. a waste of space. Um <clears throat> uh, obviously again, Dalvin Cook had another slow start, but you can't I mean he exactly what KO said KOC said in the locker room, like he continues to show like make he makes big plays when big plays are needed. I mean you're yeah. down by 17 points on the road against a good Bills team, uh, you need to score quick. And he did just that. First play after giving up, after holding them to a field goal, he goes 81 yards for a, for a
1: touchdown. So that those little Which things. Apparently huh? Which was apparently his longest rush of his career.
0: Yeah. It is the fourth longest in Vikings history. Oh, he's behind AP Michael Bennett and my boy Chester Taylor. Chester Taylor has the longest rushing yard in Vikings franchise, uh, longest rush in Vikings franchise history.
2: I'm surprised.
0: Well, he's a he's a goat, so I don't know why you are. Um, <clears throat> but back to oh yeah. So who was that, Joy Oliver, saying stupid things about Kirk trying to lose the game?
2: Let's see. What, 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 what was this absolute idiot's name? Let's see.
0: Kirk converted
2: in the... Oh, here she is. It? She pops up right away. Joy Taylor talks. Keeps it real about the Vikings. Not keeping it real because she's a bum. She goes, oh, I'm not worried about the Vikings. Should I just play it? Can you hear it if I if I play it? I don't know. If... <laughs> Let's it. Actually Can you hear I'm that? Saying. Can you? try I play yes. it a minute?
1: Right. Can I keep it real a minute? Keep it real. Can please. I preach? Keep it, please, dude. I have some questions. Um, how many memes were being made with Kirk Cousins and those chains when Josh Allen was stepping under center to close the game out? Mm. They had to delete them. But <laughs> tweets were being I already saw people firing off their Kirk Cousins takes. I can't yep. believe Kirk Cousins. Who tries to go for it on 4th with Kirk Cousins' little legs? With we, the little legs. We, we watched this game. All, we all watched this game, right? The Bills lost this game. Now, credit to the Vikings for holding on. Credit to Justin Jefferson for having an unbelievable game. But we knew Justin Jefferson was that dude. They got players all up and down this roster. Mm-hmm. They're still quarterbacks by Kirk Cousins, who did everything he possibly could to make sure that the Bills won that game, as he's one to do. So, no, I'm not going to start Man, getting it. concerned about the Minnesota Vikings.
0: I'm done with her. No, stop that. <clears throat> stop She's that. you fool. Watching, watching, yeah, no.
1: There, uh... she said the bill or the Vikings did everything that that they could barely hold on to the game. They came back by twenty by seventeen points. They weren't winning at any point. Like that makes no sense. And that Kirk was doing everything he could to make the Bills win was just idiotic. Like I don't know how I literally don't know how some people have like jobs in national sports because they don't like they just can't possibly watch games like that. And everybody something.
2: watched the game. Clearly, you didn't enjoy.
1: I was going to say I feel like those
0: types of people probably were watching whatever was handed to them and not the entire game. Probably not seeing yeah, the the multiple fourth down conversions, the sideline passes, the dimes, um watch uh, watch all the throws he makes to JJ like they are good hard throws. Granted again, Jefferson is the one making those insane catches but Cousins is still getting him,
1: getting the ball to him. Yep. It's not just Jefferson. I mean, he's leading multiple drives, multiple game winning drives. Like people
0: just like Ream and Kirk, but like truly I think people just like the narrative that he is
2: a bad quarterback. Oh, they like, they don't like the, the, the cool Kirk. They like the nerdy Kirk, Coles cash Kirk. Yep. Um, Josh, if anyone was trying to lose the game for their team it was Josh Allen who had three turnovers in the fourth quarter and overtime. Yeah. That resulted in 14 points for the opposing team.
0: And like, the I'm sorry but the they the Bills should have uh, the game should have ended in a tie to be honest. Yeah that, the last pick was, was forced and horrible. Like you ran I think for
2: 40 there, yards that drive.
0: Yeah, 40 yards that drive. I think it's first down, maybe second, second down. Second and 10. And you are you are like... Oh, yeah, it was second down because... Uh,
2: Duke Shelley. Duke Shelley.
0: Shelley. A great... That's
1: cornerback on the team.
0: I don't even know who that player was, but holy cow. That was great,
1: great. Practice squad, Duke Shelley. We
0: signed him literally like a day before. But, no, I agree with you, Hayes. I mean, it seemed like Allen actually did... Like he's the one that lost the Bills that game. He's still one of the best quarterbacks out there, but I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't want people saying that Kirk tried to lose the game when again, like Andrew just said, he led us back from 17 down on the road against a good Buffalo Bills team. Whereas Josh Allen, he put had up every opportunity. 33 against the to best end defense the, game.
1: In the NFL. Huh?
2: He put up 33 against the best defense in the NFL. Who had given it up more than 20 points yep. on the road, like. Oh
1: they're averaging like 9 points per game at home that they're giving up and we put up 33 in snowy conditions against the best defense yeah
0: no i was i mean it was a amazing 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 game i mean statistically jj had his best game of the of his season career. uh career yeah true season and career cook had his best game of the of the season kirk i mean yard he, most yards
2: i think you could say it's his best game of, of, of the season
0: yeah just in terms of making the throws and the plays that you needed to make um pat p i saw i saw something where pat p is putting up again it's so tough to like the pff is always such a a, a gray scale i think yeah um, but they're saying he's putting up the third best – statistically his third – the third best season he's ever put together. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like people always say he's getting older and whatnot. And the Vikings weren't even sure if they were going to re-sign him because of age and money and all that. And he's having one of – he's having a career – one of his best years of his career this season.
2: Yeah, he's playing really good. Um, <clears throat> But – Here he has three picks. He only has one season in his entire career where he has more than three interceptions. You could top it this year. You could top it this year. That came 10 years ago. Like, I only
1: had one last year.
2: He only had one last year. Came in week week 18.
0: I was trying, I, I didn't get around to looking up to see where the Vikings' defense ranks on total turnovers in the NFL. I do know we are the second best. Turnover ratio in the NFL, only behind the Eagles. It's gonna be pretty high then. I yeah, I would think so as well.
1: Because I mean, Kirk has what eight picks? And seven. I think he has seven or
0: eight. I think he has eight. Seven. Cook has one fumble. Yep. So Kirk might have a fumble too. Okay. But. Either way, I'll, I can I'll look up see what the total one t- total count is, but um, yeah, second best ratio. Which again, that that is huge. <clears throat> we said in like keys to winning. I think one wh- one point I made was win the turnover battle, which we most certainly did. Um, despite throwing two, we forced four on a good Buffalo Bills um, offense um i was dead wrong in the sense of i thought it would, if we were gonna win it'd be by holding them under uh 20 points but we won in a shootout which that i did i didn't think that i think andrew had predicted a somewhat high score um the ways you are now nine and oh in predicting the not predicted vikings games i am the same record as our team i'm eight and
2: one Drew is six and three, seven
0: and two. No, he's six and three.
2: Wowzer! Because he Woo! had the Packers. He had us losing
0: to Green Bay, which we won. He had us beating Philly, which we lost. And then, um,
2: losing to Buffalo.
0: He had us losing to Buffalo. You should have changed it, Hayes. Thank you for letting me change it. I had a, originally as a prediction, but Hayes Hayes's confidence pushed me through. Um. <clears throat> The other quick stat I wanted to share, and then Andrew will do your your segment real quick in these final few minutes, um, was JJ Justin Jefferson has already surpassed a thousand yards this year. Uh, he's done it in nine games. He reached a thousand in the at the end of the eleventh game last year, and he had seven games over a hundred yards last year. This year he's already at six. And there's still, what, seven games to play? So I just think... In, uh,
1: yards per game. So technically, once Tyreek Hill goes on his bye, he has a chance to lead the league in yards.
0: Okay, okay. Can't wait for it. Can't wait to see it. Dallas- Powering, Even Dallas. though Dallas lost to Green Bay, Dallas will still be tough.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that one's That one's tricky for me. We'll talk about that later. But power rankings are out. I hope we're at
0: the bare minimum three.
2: Yeah, it seems to be around three and four. Some people are still putting us behind Buffalo. Does that make sense? Um, Somehow the Eagles, after losing by double digits at home against the Commanders, are still at one. Makes sense. Eagles
0: are frauds. I was watching that on the plane, and that was people were also, people were cheering on the plane which was pretty exciting so
2: everyone hates the eagles
0: their coach looks like such a douche
2: their fans are mentally ill psychopaths but
0: hey now we just need them to lose one more time uh and we just got to keep winning and boom we've just secured ourselves it's insane that it, it's 40 40
2: percentage wise for who's going to get the first round by. it's what 40-40. I think they have like Dallas has like an eight percent chance, oh. and then like San Francisco has like a four or something like that.
0: Oh, Dallas is probably kicking themselves for losing in Screen Bay now. Did the Giants did the Giants win? Yeah,
2: they're mm-hmm. seven and two. I think yeah, they're probably like a,
1: whatever. I mean they beat the Texans. So let's
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're very much like Philly. They haven't had a
1: big win, but you yeah. know Philly beat us, but yeah the vikings and packers just need to come or it's like it's four wins slash losses that the packers and vikings combine for for the vikings to clinch the division so say we won four games and they won four we would clinch say we won two they lost two we would clinch okay
2: yeah we could have it clinched by the sunday after thanksgiving so that's the thing. Do you cheer for the Packers on that Sunday night in hopes that we can clinch the division or do you cheer for the Eagles? Uh,
1: I say we still cheer for the Packers just because if you can't win another game in the last S- month, five weeks. maybe you're not supposed to be the one seed.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, that's a good point. But... All right, Andrew, do you want to do – we only have five minutes left. We could certainly – Sure, it shouldn't take long. Okay. So, Andrew, share with us your idea, your your extra segment. Well, a
1: new little segment to the podcast we're thinking about ending every podcast with. We take a current Viking, and then we take about five players around the league, and we say, who would we rather have? So, it's basically just saying, like, who's better? And because we know we have different opinions on certain Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of different players to choose from for it to start, but I chose TJ Hawkinson because I think he's had two strong games to start his Vikings career. Um, And so I can just go name the players, and then we can talk about who we'd rather have. I love it. So to start, would you rather have TJ Hawkinson or the Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz? Oh, I see.
0: Okay, I like this. So we're going one by one. I thought it was literally you have to pick one of these five guys. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Okay. I like this more. So it's I see it's TJ or you said Dalton Schultz of Dallas. Mm-hmm. I would go I think I'd stick with the uh, with my boy TJ. Might be some recency yeah. bias because obviously we have him. And like you said, he's had kind of a, a nice hot start so far to his Viking career. Um they're both similar in age. TJ's slightly younger. And I think, you know, TJ's done more with a worse quarterback than Dalton's done with a better quarterback so far. Um, so I would stick with my boy TJ, the hawk. <coughs>
1: i would agree i would keep hawkinson i think schultz is a little bit more injury prone and i think hawkinson's just better hayes yeah i'll take
2: hawkinson as well
1: keep the hawk same reasons yep yeah next one will be um a bit of a controversial one kyle pitts okay not
2: controversial at all he's horrible i'll take uh hawkinson
0: is he horrible, or does he just not have a a solid QB?
2: Right. Oh, no, he's just bad. He's not built like a tight end at all. Okay. Put him a wider receiver, he'd be better. But Can't if a thousand yards his
0: rookie season, I would say that's something that with is
2: not one good. touchdown.
0: Okay. Is it all about getting in the end zone? I for would you? take Pits. You take Pits? Yeah. Why he's a terrible, a terrible joke.
1: situation. He's he's open ninety percent of the time. He did the quarterback just can't get him the ball. I mean, he is literally like a generational to college. So,
0: um, I don't know Pitts well enough to go with him. And again, I I think recency bias with with TJ Hawkinson. So I'd want to keep. Keep my boy Hawk, but I do see the potential with Pitts, um, especially if Atlanta can figure out their quarterback situation. Um, I think he could be even better with a good quarterback. And he's young, so he has the upside there. But stick with the Hawk. Good call.
1: Quit it. Next one is TJ Hawkinson or Darren Waller?
2: Darren Waller, if he's healthy, nope. I'm taking Darren Waller.
1: Nope. okay.
0: If.
2: So you, you can't you can't you can't confirm that. So we're basing it off right now? If we're basing it off right now, then TJ Hawkins should be over every single person.
0: No, we're basing it off of Career? No, just like I don't know. I'd say Waller's showing injury prone. He's also Waller
2: well healthy. Well, yeah, because he's 30 years old.
0: So who would you rather have next season?
2: Next season, fresh start. Next season, fresh starts. I still am going to take Waller because he has two 1,000-yard seasons uh, and then 900 yards last year. Uh, So, yeah, I think at the beginning of the season, if he can stay healthy, yes, I'd rather have him, Waller.
0: He had only 650 last year, not 900. Oh, really? Yep.
2: We had 2,000-yard season, 2,000-yard season.
1: I'd stick with the Hawk. Hawk is young. All right, like in a minute. Um, TJ Hawkinson or George Kittle the George Kittle Kittle and then the last one is TJ Hawkinson or Dallas Goddard Hawkinson I'll take Hawkinson for sure I think Goddard's good but Hawkinson's better I'll stick with my whole thing so Hawkinson
0: every guy <laughs> I, like him. I don't want anyone new nice. this game will be an spoil. interesting
1: one for Harrison yep only picks Vikings.
0: I love my team. All right, we'll close out here. This is Meet at the Quarterback, Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison.
1: I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. Skol,
0: bike, skull, Vikes,
2: Skull.